0: And I'll be damned if some six-year-old from Tupelo, Mississippi is going to outdo me on bakery desserts.
1: Hello and welcome everybody to the Geekscape Games podcast. This is level 67. Where are my booby games? We are back for another episode of the Geekscape Games podcast. The number one video game podcast on the Geekscape... Du- dot net network um <laughs> number one by a very slim margin um i am joined with the one and only co-host juan carlos how are you doing juan good and
0: it turns out i'm the only one
1: yeah absolutely um uh derek is busy working uh mm. his new awesome job i don't know if we could talk about it but it's in television really?
0: so he's
1: finally doing stuff that he wants to do um and josh uh is just not answering our
0: calls is he still dead from the last time i was here <laughs>
1: Uh, no, he he did come back. Um, maybe it was just uh, the ghost of Josh coming back for a brief minutes mm. on um, last week's podcast. But you've been gone for a minute, and um, now you're back. Uh, how you been?
0: Uh, good, man. I, I gotta tell you, I have a f- brand new respect for people with children. It's because I, I know it's hard. It's a hard job. I get it. I was a teacher for over ten years, and working with kids since I was sixteen. Now, I know how difficult it is. I mean, I deal with those kids for six, seven hours a day. I can't believe how it would be for you know when they go home. But when I I learned that, especially yesterday and last week, when I come home from work, it's you're full on dad because there's
1: th- there's no like in between.
0: N- no, there's there's no because I get home around four thirty, and I I hope and pray to any and all deities that my daughter is just chilling, you know, hopefully asleep you know, for the last couple of days, she's been awake and alert. She doesn't take like those three or four hour naps that my friends told me about. No, for her, she takes like a 15 minute power nap and she needs to be entertained. I feel like I'm a court jester and she's sitting on a high throne and she's just (laughs) kind of leaning on one on her cheek. "Eh, Dance for me. Tell me a, a funny riddle.
1: When, yeah. when we were coming up with names with her for a few weeks ago, I mean, there was Zelda, there was Rosalina, all very high maintenance princesses. So I think we might have doomed oh, you. Uh,
0: yeah, I I think the her Zarine is uh, some, it means he she who is easily bored. <laughs> Like I, I have to sing to her. I have to. like, Thankfully, I play a lot of like Nintendo music for her. Mm-hmm. She's a fan of the Animal Crossing music, so that seems to seems to soothe her for a, a good minute. So right now, my 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 lovely wife is taking care of her for, uh, at the moment. It's nine forty five Pacific time, so she's about forty five minutes away from her, for or actually fifteen minutes away from her uh, nighttime good night's sleep. But man, it's it's like this is the only time of the day where I can interact with other adults, you know, that other than my wife, that, that discuss. Are you saying
1: your students aren't young adults in the making?
0: Uh, they're, they're on the way. Just, uh, you know, we had a good talk saying, and for those of you who listen to the show who are around the ages of like 14, you know, 17 and nine in high school,
1: I do. uh, I don't want to say before you get into this, it's like, for those of you that listen to the show, I think everybody right now is listening to the show. (laughs) (laughs) So that's a weird precursor. Well, no, no,
0: no. well, for those who are in the specific age range, ah, uh, okay, all right, uh, you know, I tell them, man, you gotta, you have to work because they come in and they they have this uh s- s- smug sense of accomplishment where they've done nothing, you know, like <laughs> like I'm, I'm they they come in with their earbuds hanging over their ears. It's like I don't know if that's a fashion thing or if they're doing tech support for Samsung. It's, they, they they come in late. I had a kid, I'm in lecture five minutes in and he opens the door to come in, but he's still talking to his friend outside. Like, really? Yeah. Like, like if this is his house and I, and I ripped him a new one in front of my class, like, yo, I'm, you don't do that in my class at all. It was like, and so, so I, it's like some of these kids have zero awareness of what it means to be a professional, in the workforce or even in the academic setting, you know, so
1: I do do remember that um, in my senior year of high school, I, um, I was taking an economics class and one of the things that we had to do was like sell, sell a product, get a product and sell it. And we decided to make stickers for our high school. And um, I had a really good relationship with my um, sophomore um, biology teacher. Like we had a real casual relationship. Like, Like he, he, you know, we, we, he, he leveled with me. Like we talked, uh, so he treated me like an adult. Um, but I remember vividly, um, I, I took, I, I think I took too many liberties with the casual nature of a relationship. So like one day I went up to him like in between and I, you know, he was talking to another teacher that I also had a very casual relationship with. And I was, you know, trying to like talk to him about, um, you know, buying some of these stickers, and I went up and I was all smarmy and cool and like you know, eight, seventeen, eighteen year old Shane, and I was like, hey, blah blah blah, and they they were like, they were pretty much like, whoa, whoa, step the fuck back, we are talking, you need to chill the fuck out, and that was a big like, okay, all right, that's not an adult thing to do, so um, maybe you need to have one of those moments with some of your smarmy uh, your smarmy uh, uh students.
0: You know, I I do on occasion. And by occasion, I mean quite often. <laughs> and I, I always feel that, you know, one of the reasons why I am effective as a teacher, and I know this is a video game podcast. Trust me, we're going to talk video games. Oh, we're going to talk video games. But we, uh, but I, I was that kind of kid. And uh, uh, no offense to the teachers that I've worked with in the past, you know, I, I've, but there are some teachers, not like very small percentage that I don't know if they've, um, because it's, it's, they, they probably do – they handle themselves well. You have to be – if you're going to be a teacher, you have to handle yourself in, the, in social settings. But some of these kids will make judgment calls on somebody based on their age or their race. Like they're not street smart. Hello? 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 Okay. Yeah. And so uh, – I, I,
1: I've What was that? What was that? I have never had a Skype issue like that before. You just completely cut out. Like no, really? no, like Ceyloni, no toastering, nothing. You just went, <laughs> it was just a hard
0: wow. I'm probably being tapped. Yeah, but uh, I, there's some of these kids look at someone like, and what really upsets me, and wow, we're going so off topic, but I think a lot of people can relate to this. Is that I I have a really big thing when I hear male I students. Bet you do, yeah. Have take <laughs> like tr- mistreating female teachers, disrespecting them. Mm. Like that's a huge thing for me and when I hear boys mistreating women like that especially if they're athletes you know I I make sure that they're singled out on my end because I even tell them like look I don't know what kind of teachers you've messed with in your middle school but I'm all intents I'm the wrong dude to mess with like don't bring that dog and pony show that poser ghetto gangster repertoire to me because I could smell BS from a mile away and you yeah. guys are coming into this room with a real bad stench. You know, so just be very aware of that. Yes. You know, I I can I can see it, I can smell it, I can just hear you talk and I could just I know right away. There
1: and, is um there is a a website you might want to check out right now. Mm. Um it's uh mabtw.com. Mhm. And I, I think it would be like just like pulled up right now. I think it's something that you might uh might want to, you know, give to those students.
0: Hmm. Oh, my internet's a little slow or sluggish. Oh wait, there we go. Men are <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
1: oh man. I actually have that book. It's a it's A, a lot of people don't know it's a satire book. It's yeah. it's, it's it's but um uh but yeah. Yeah m-a-b-t-w dot com. Funny joke, Shane! Keep it up!
0: Yeah,
1: I'll, yeah. I'll, be, I'll
0: be sure to give that to my daughter when she's six. <laughs> i have a copy of it <laughs> but uh let's talk some video games yeah or oh, actually um, no we have we can't we're not allowed no we're not we have to address something else yeah, something the, um, very important that i and our now deceased friend josh jackson <laughs> return to this earth to take part in it was uh geekscape's 400th episode on sunday 400 episodes it can can you believe it nine years and it was kind of like a celebration of 400 episodes, and also Laura not leaving Jonathan.
1: <laughs> Take a
0: drink. <laughs> <laughs> it did. I mean, you saw the show, right?
1: It was. It was great. It was. Uh, I. I don't think I've ever seen. It was weird because I was watching it, and it was like all these friends and like these great memories like being discussed. Oh, it's beautiful. But the show was so well produced. I was like, this isn't my geekscape. It's it's so well, <laughs> it's, it, right? <laughs> It's so well put together.
0: Is that it? are those two cameras? <laughs> you know, and uh I you know, it was great because you saw uh Derek Skyped in and our, our good buddy Eric Francisco who joined us last year at Comic Con. Yep. Uh Matt Kelly, my my uh horror podcast and wrestling aficionado friend. You might wanna uh, you
1: might wanna emphasize that uh that second syllable of the horror podcast. What oh, did they <laughs> call it horror? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I have a I have a tendency of not getting that last syllable in the word horror. It's like sorry. <laughs> <laughs> horror. <laughs> sorry, that's. Oh uh, man, and uh, big Yanks. You know, he was on there looking fit. Yeah, and uh, and uh, it, it, probably the best moment Shane is when we had that beautiful moment where we got that Geekscape Games plug. Yeah, you know, that was
1: that was really, it was really touching when, when Derek, um, when he Skyped him and you could, you could see that he was tearing up, um, and talking about all of his great memories about meeting people, uh, through Geekscape. And that's one thing that I love about the site is like, I got to meet some amazing people. And when he like went into that real long, like heartfelt speech about how happy he is to have mm-hmm. this podcast come yeah. out every week, hanging every out week. With me
0: and you and Josh.
1: Yeah. When, when that, you know, it, And Geekscape, you know, the main show is arguably has a bigger pull. So getting that reach out to the other audience to talk about our podcast, it was (laughs) it was really touching. And when he took the time, it was super quick and it doesn't take a lot of effort. But when he but it just that he took the time to give us that shout out. Oh, wait, I'm I'm getting I'm being
0: wait, I'm being corrected by um, it turns out that they didn't mention us.
1: That's right. He didn't. Oh, yeah.
0: We were we we are now the Jan Brady (laughs) of of the Geekscape Network. Uh,
1: uh, uh. Everybody else got a fucking plug, (laughs) but the Geekscape Games Podcast. I mean, come on. Like we we may not be every week, but we have funny album art. We're the only podcast to have a unique episode album art. Okay, that's put, true. That, that, yeah, that is true. I put in the time to make some funny, really shitty photoshops, but you know we put in the time. You know, it, there's 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 one thing that a lot of podcasts don't do, and and you know it's not that hard to have an, a unique album art. Just put it in the MP3, um, and uh, we're funny. Um, I,
0: I, I, I would even say
1: quite charming. Yeah, yeah, and the, the, you know there's a lot of production that goes into our show, um, so it's a little little disconcerting that. Uh, not even a nod, not even a tweet,
0: not even a nothing. I I, I may or may not have brought ice cream cake too. Yeah. The, Carvel, the- Carvel ice cream cake, the cake that as kids we want and we don't get because our parents say, oh, it's not at that store, but you know it's there. You've seen it time and time again. I brought one and it disappeared. I was in the green room in the back and I decorated it. I put those big 400, a winner is you Geekscape, congrats. It decorated letters all because I've been watching a lot of Chopped and Chopped Junior. And I'll be damned if some six-year-old from Tupelo, Mississippi is going to outdo me on bakery desserts. <laughs> and oh, no. Oh, no. So I made the trek to, from Irvine to LA. And they had some, people made a very similar trek. But we got there. And my cake disappeared. So I don't know if I'm more uh, – I'm not bummed out about the name drop. no. no that, that's fine. We don't exist. But – I'll be damned if I bring an ice cream cake and it disappears. And you get no credit for it. I get no credit for it. I even told Jonathan, hey, there's a bitch in ice cream cake. You got to go check it out. And he's like, all right, cool. And he got distracted by the cookie table. But I I, and even when I asked around, like, hey, where did my cake go? Like, I want my cake to be chopped up by a samurai sword. You know, that'd be the ultimate like uh, screw the plug. I just want to see desserts be chopped up by Oriental weapons of war. And, and nope, that was lost. I could have even gone home happy with that. Yeah. But no,
1: it's, you know, it's, it was lost.
0: But you know what? It's not about us. Sadly, it's not about us. It's not, but, uh, but, uh, you know, maybe when we get to Geekscape 800, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe we can, we can celebrate then.
1: When when we get to Geekscape games, 400, we'll celebrate.
0: (laughs) We'll which celebrate. will be in uh, about 47 years.
1: Basically. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Especially with our, re- we're going to have to start releasing
0: two a week. But, you know, oh. we'll, we'll see. We're not that far away from Geekscape 100. Oh, we're not. Oh. We're 33 episodes away. Yeah. Oh, 33. That's the magic
1: number. That's the magic number. Uh, there's, uh, I don't want to get too, like, outside baseball, but 33 is kind of a, oh, and start pay start paying attention for the number 33 Um, and it is like an even third, but,
0: uh, it's like Illuminati stuff. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh
1: yeah. Um, you'll, you'll, you'll see, um, there's, there's a, there's a theory that it's used for like messages hidden in plain sight. So you you hear like, Oh, 33 people killed in, uh, you know, interaction in some, you know, third world country. And there's a, there's a theory. The thesis is, is that is, Hey, we're here. You know, CIA is here. We did our thing, you know mission accomplished you know 33 people died you know political assassin kind of thing um so uh it's 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 an interesting um interesting thing to uh, look out for so 33 well, is the magic number
0: speaking of magic numbers you know what the magic number is this time is 14 as in 14 days of a delay for a certain anticipated game for the ps4 that was the best segue on the fucking planet <laughs> that's what i bring to this show son Oh shit. <laughs> Ice cream cake in segways. <laughs> but neither will get recognized by Derek and or Joshua. Yeah. Cuz they're not here. Yep. Uh, <laughs> you want to talk about that?
1: <laughs> yeah, um so Uncharted 4 uh a thief's end uh got um delayed again um from April 26th to May 10th. Um and this was this was after on the heels of that that uh um, that faux pas of the stolen art in the trailer, mm-hmm. um, but it's getting delayed this time. It's not due to anything specifically regarding like the game, like not being done or are there any patches. There, um, they say the game's perfect, but they just want to make sure that there's enough product out there around the world for um, uh, printing discs. So it's purely an inventory thing. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not nothing going to be anything wrong with the game, or so they say. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Um, I, I, I have zero interest in the Uncharted games, but I'm thinking, I'm thinking about picking up the like Nathan Drake collection and just like, you know, powering through it and picking this up. Um, they have that gorgeous, um, like off, off blue, off gray, um, console. Uh, I'm going to pick up one of the controllers if I can. And, uh, um, I think I, I, this might be time to get into the series cause it's, it's it's always been intriguing, but not enough to like get me to pick it up and fire it up. Was
0: well, in the collection only like what, what forty bucks right now?
1: Oh yeah, and I could bet I could find it used at GameStop. Yeah, yeah. Let's well,
0: see. if you got that gamers club at Best Buy, you could get like what twenty percent off. Get that thing for like 32 30 bucks. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, I, I need to fucking get that. I live, I live pretty close to a Best Buy. Well, there you go. Well, you know
0: what? This is like a blessing in disguise because there's plenty of people in that same boat who have never even touched an Uncharted game. And you know what? If you have two extra weeks to wait for Uncharted Four, then why not go plow through the Uncharted uh, dates of the Drake Collection now?
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah.
0: It's not that there's like a you know an absence of great games out right now, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But yeah, I mean, two weeks—that's nothing. It's a lot at least. It's not like a Mighty Number no. Nine issue where you're waiting what seven, eight, nine months past its intended release date.
1: I was in a GameStop last night, and they had Mighty Number no. Nine like on the shelf, like, coming soon, and I picked it up, and I'm like, is this ever coming out? No. And, and the two clerks behind the counter were just like,
0: no. no. <laughs> but but thanks for your investment in Kickstarter.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks for that. Um, but to stay on the uh, Sony news, um, they filed a patent, and there's, this is, like, the last week has been, like, patent crazy. There's been some amazing stuff coming out, and we'll get into the other stuff, uh, the Pokemon stuff, but i've said stuff so many times oh my god someone's calling my mm-hmm. phone um sony they filed a patent back in 2014 uh, but the patent just became public um for a playstation glove
0: and it is bad so bad i Quote, I saw this and i mean isn't i mean nintendo's put up some pretty great products in its history uh, sans virtual boy you gotta admire the ambition but execution wasn't there didn't we learn from the power glove it's like easily even nintendo will mock it it's the the one thing that's just pure novelty didn't never function properly and i do you even see yourself getting this ps4 like well first is there anything about the ps4 glove that makes it attractive to modern gamers today
1: um that is a very interesting question um i would say yes now the The power glove. There's, there's been glove controllers all throughout history. Even Sony made like another like PlayStation PlayStation Two glove controller um, that you like did everything with one hand. But it was just it was just emulating like input uh, from like a normal DualShock Two controller. Mm-hmm. This is exciting to me for multiple reasons. It's gonna, um, yeah. The, the the Nintendo Power Glove was universally panned because it just mm-hmm. didn't work. But VR was universally panned. Back then the virtual boy is a joke. Um, the VR like, like adapters for like old DOS um, computers. <laughs> it's a joke, but we are in the, uh, I'm trying to think of like a really like $10 word. We are in the VR Renaissance, ah. uh, so to speak of uh, VR is coming. It, it's, it's good. We, we've, uh, you and I have tried it. Um, so I think having these intuitive inputs a playstation glove i think it's going to work i have i have faith it's going to work um the glove is supposed to have sensors on the back of the hand the palm um and on all five fingers there's going to be sensors that um um, detect distance and uh torque and if i'm looking at these patent pictures right that there might even be some sort of force feedback potentially really Um, it, and the main, like, patent picture has the glove with, like, a, what looks like a PlayStation Move orb on it, so it's going to require a PlayStation camera to, uh, interpret, um, um, uh, like, you know, where you are in 3D space, and, um, it, it's, it's gonna have, like, gestures, so, um, if you hold, like, your finger, like, a gun, it'll, the, the game will translate it as a gun, if you hold it, like. Peace sign. Um, it'll be like, hey, you'll have in-game in game in you have flowers. You hold it a certain way. You, you'll be holding a uh, a sword. Uh, it looks really interesting. The thing that I I, I find um, the most compelling is it will um, it'll recognize gestures. So if you make like a like you know that how like uh, photographers are are made fun of in movies where they like they hold their fingers up and then they're like, oh yeah, this is gonna look good. If you do that gesture, uh, it'll. Perhaps take a, a screenshot, or if you do a timeout symbol, uh, sign with your hands, uh, it'll pause the game. Um, there, um, there's not a whole hell of a lot in there other than just the pure schematics. But there is a VR event coming March fifteenth, uh, which everyone assumes they're going to have the confirmation of like the Morpheus 2016 launch, like the hard date. And I would be surprised if there isn't any information about the PlayStation glove. It's it really has me excited. Um, I think. Like I said, it's the renaissance of VR. I think it's this kind of stuff is going to start working.
0: Hmm. Now that you mentioned like that it does, I'm just thinking, I'm just glad I have two functional hands. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, I mean, how, how much of a bitch this would be if like, you're missing a pinky. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, I wish I could use a gun, but instead I have this spatula. <laughs> <laughs> this will, this will be, this will do just well in this boss fight. Yeah. Oh, but I, I think uh, you yeah, know that's that's cool. I mean, I remember we. I mean, the '90s saw a lot of kitschy things. Like, remember that there was a vest that came out uh, that if you put it on and if you were playing games like Call of Duty, you would actually feel the vest vibrate or hit, like send off like a little shock of where you were got hit.
1: Oh yeah, it was like the it was for the N64, like a force feedback.
0: Yeah, vest. yeah. It's been so it's so hearing force feedback in the glove that would be interesting. Um, I want to. I want to see this work because I've have, I have my reservations, and I think I'm warranted in this cause just based on the Xbox Connect. Uh, I, 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 I mean, even when the, they touted the first one for the 360, I was on board and I bought it. And Ooh. I, yeah, yeah, was, I was. I, it came well. In my defense, it was bundled with my 360 because I bought it to play Fallout. Ah, okay. and then my cousin, this should have been a warning sign. He came to me. He goes, "Hey, I have the Connect for the new Xbox One." Uh, I'll give it to you for 20 bucks. And I'm like, damn, that's kind of like a steal. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, all right, I'll take it. I haven't used the damn thing once. <laughs> not even for like the voice commands. Uh, but here's the thing. When I, sometimes I'll say it to do something and I'll do something completely different. Really? I guess I'm not producing the, the word horror clearly enough. Cause I <laughs> keep getting the wrong channel. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe like,
1: you're getting the right channel. It's
0: <laughs> <laughs> <No. laughs> like, no, I want, I want to watch <laughs> the thing, supernatural. Um, not that. So, you know, I, I if I see the killer app for it, then cool. But um, it, there's another game that has VR in it that I think is uh, what we're going to be talking about next. Yeah. That I, I feel like I should be super excited. I mean, if, if I feel like if I was 20 years younger, I'd be all about this. But just seeing this new VR game with the property that I had loved when I was in high school. And now it's completely different, like, what the hell did he do to him?
1: yeah, so um um there was an ad uh, not an ad. There was a post in Fortune magazine basically um talking about more information on the HoloLens. lens, and will we'll finally get uh, a
0: d three this year, hopefully.
1: yes, yes, uh, the dev kits are gonna start coming up for three thousand dollars a piece um, which is very expensive. um but you're gonna get um some bundled in games, and one of them is young conker. Oh. Now it's Ugh. it is a it is conker from Conker's Bad Fur Day, Fame, the rude crude dude squirrel. Um and basically like ex- explain it cuz I I watched the trailer and I don't get it. Like basically he's like a neopet that hangs out in your Ye- fucking living room. Yeah. But- it's not a game. It's like a tech demo. It's a glorified yeah, tech it, demo.
0: It feels like an advanced – here's here's the best way I can describe it. It feels like an evolved version of the 3DS cards that yes. you would put on the table. Then you could interact with your environment. But in this sense, you don't need any cards. The What the VR headset does, it scans your environment with technology that I can't explain. It scans – you have to do like spin around in one spot slowly so the VR can get a sense of the couch – the wall, any picture frames, your TV set, your entertainment center, any chairs, it maps all that. And it allows Conker to understand the dimensions of space and use that as a playground to operate. Yeah. Now, it, it, I've, in the tech demo, they had him collect like coins or some power ups, and then they had him follow a path of coins a lot like Super Mario Galaxy. Yeah, like a ball. Right. So it seems like it uses like, so think of Super Mario Galaxy physics. Where Mario's just running around and up in walls, and it doesn't really affect him. Same thing with Young Conquer. But my question is: Is this a game? Like, it doesn't look like a game at all. It just looks like a very cool tech demo. But I can't imagine playing this game in my own home because, number one, to me, I want games that I can see on the screen, like, uh, and I don't want to be spinning everywhere and and possibly tripping on something. And then, uh, secondly, imagine there's no way, absolutely no way, you can. Have people over and play this? Like you, you know, you'd be the only one being able to see anything, unless there's a way that the images can appear on the television screen so other people can see it. Yeah,
1: like a POV kind of thing. Right,
0: right. That I guess. I mean, there's some possibilities for making games like that, but I, I mean, I, I don't feel like I, is buying this for whatever cost. Like, it doesn't warrant a purchase. Like, it's a cool. It, it's it's cool that you can show me what the thing can do, but if that's what all it can do. If that's what it is, like we unconquer without no story, without no nothing, then I'm I I'm gonna have to pass.
1: Yeah, and and it's this feels like it's it's not a title. It's no. it's a it's a tech demo for developers. You and I aren't gonna go dump out three thousand dollars for a develop a dev kit. Um, even it was ill advised to dump out six hundred dollars for the the Oculus Rift dev kit. Right, there's no support. You are the support, and you pretty much have to make the content for it this is just like tech demos. This is, this is the equivalent of like, like, um, shareware or like, like mm. space kid at pinball. It's like, Hey, this is yeah. what the product, can, this, is, <laughs> this is what the product can um, do. Um, but the rest, you, you gotta, you gotta do it yourself. So right. it's not, it it's not, it, 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 it's, it's a tech demo. It's a demo. But the problem is, is they took the character conquer, turned him into young conquer. And he looks absolutely terrifying. Like he, it's a unsettling, like recreation of the squirrel. He just looks. He doesn't look. It ain't look. It don't. It ain't look right. That, that guy ain't, ain't look right. He just <laughs> that looks boy right. But he look weird. He look creepy. Um, it, it's it's weird what they did the character. I mean, they got the original voice actors, which is nice.
0: Yeah, but what's, um, it begs the question: Why not just stick with the old Conquer, the Conquer that everybody loved and wanted?
1: Absolutely. I, don't, I, I mean, Microsoft owns rare. They have all the the style sheets that they could do it. I don't know why they had to recreate the character. It's weird.
0: Uh, 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 can we just talk about something else? I'm upset.
1: Yeah. Uh, one thing I, I would like to punctuate though, is they are finally addressing the weird, um, like field of view with the Hololens. lens. Like mm. when it first got announced it, it made it seem like, Whoa, you have these amazing holographic glasses that you see everything coming out at you. But in reality, the Hololens lens only displays on like, your absolute like straight ahead ninety degree angle FOV in a little square, and they and in all their original like trailers at E3 and everything, they didn't show this off. But in this one, you can see there's like a faint, faint square, um, and you can see they actually have like Conquer running out of the square. So they're not addressing it straight on, saying like, "Oh yeah, we kind of misled you earlier, but 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 here it is." So if you're paying attention, like they're it's kind of like a, you know, a real, um, um, like milk toast way of saying, yeah, we've, sorry. yeah, this isn't actually how it's going to be.
0: Uh, so, well, good. But let's
1: talk about, let's talk about good stuff. Uh, we talked about in the, the PlayStation four glove that there's patent information. Well, last week, um, there was an E there was a, hold on, let me find it. Okay. Um, in the EU, oh, what's the name of the company? Um, OHIM is pretty much the European Union's um uh, <laughs> oh my day ad me home life mm-hmm. goes on brah. um i have that in vinyl i should play that uh, anyway uh it's like the EU uh, trademarking office and Nintendo on the 25th filed two uh, applications for trademark and um they submitted uh logos with them and I find trademarking law and trademarking rules extremely interesting. And there's these things called style sheets, where if you're submitting like anything, you have to uh, submit your logos and your character style sheets, and you can't change them. So like a year and a half ago, Google wanted to move like the L on their logo by a few pixels, and they had to file this huge in- injunction to like redo their trademarking style sheets. So when something gets to this point, it's pretty much... 99%, like, this is it. This is, this is the product.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So Nintendo filed two applications for a Pokemon Moon and a Pokemon Sun. And they filed them um, under Section 9, 16, 28, and 41 of the NICE classifications. And I did some digging. I looked up what these classifications Research are. on the Geekscape
0: yes. Games Network.
1: That's I right. researched this shit. Section 9 is for scientific or electronics. 16 is for paper uh, like uh, advertising and product packaging. 28 falls under games and entertainment. Or, or 20, uh, 28 is games, and 41 is entertainment. So they pretty much said, uh, we want um, stuff that involves electricity, stuff that involves paper, stuff that involves uh, uh, interaction, and stuff that is entertainment, uh, which let everybody to believe that these really nice logos are the new Pokemon games. Uh, and mm. if there's any MLP fans, it would be Pokemon... Princess Celestia and Pokemon Princess Luna <laughs> um but then the next day there was a Nintendo direct and they confirmed it yes, new generation generation eight right yeah. um uh, yeah generation eight so new Pokemon games moon and sun are out, and that's it the, they did say in the direct that this was like the culmination of every Pokemon game they put together so i'm I'm interesting to see if there's gonna be some sort of like storyline that is mm. like like <clears throat> like, woven, like, in, um, uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of, like, a property where something, um, like, a callback to something like, hey, you remember that, that weird random thing in Pokemon Blue? Well, that's this right here. <laughs> it's like, it's like weird retconning. Um, uh, Pokemon fans are excited. I'm fairly excited. I, I've kind of fallen off uh-huh. on the Pokemon craze. Um, but, yeah. And it led to a bunch of other amazing Pokemon stuff coming out, so... Yeah. Are you hyped for Moon and Sun?
0: I'm hyped, but I'm also intrigued because I want to see if this ties into the NX in any way. Mm. Because the rumors are heavy that we should expect the NX out this holiday, and you know, based on the, the not, I know we have some other we have to get to because we're, we're going to run long. But yeah, the the 3s isn't going to go anywhere. Um, it's, it has a huge install base uh, all across the the Their markets. The Wii, though, the Wii U is a different story. Even with Mario Kart 8, even with Super Smash Brothers, even with Splatoon, which you know it's doing, it's healthy. Um, it's not pulling in the numbers that I know Nintendo wanted initially with the Wii U. And I think what they're doing now that the Wii U is approaching its what fifth birthday or fourth birthday?
1: Uh, your guess is as good as mine.
0: Um, it's I think they're ready to move on, and 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 I know that they're already people already said they have the development kits. And for all intents and purposes, they're, apparently they're really hush hush. They haven't been this hush hush on anything since the Wii, where they didn't want like all these things that you have to sign these um, not these gag orders <laughs> like that. Uh, NDAs, uh, NDAs. Like you have to go through three levels of NDAs to say anything about the NX. So if the rumors are to be believed, then we are going to get the NX this year. Then there's got to be something that the Pokemon Sun and Moon can, uh, interacts with the NX in some fashion. So yeah. this E3 for me, I am very excited because we have Hololens, the NX, uh, you know possibly more stuff on Final Fantasy, um, and and some other titles that I, well I know we're going to talk it. I'm going to wait because I want Jonathan and Derek to chime in on this. But yeah, I'm I'm really hyped. I'm extremely excited, especially with uh, about another Pokemon title that we're going to talk about in a little bit.
1: Um, yeah, and uh, there this is a recording on we're recording on the second, um. Uh, there's a Nintendo direct Thursday tomorrow at two the third. Um, it specifically says no updates on NX or mobile. Like they, mm-hmm. they said that straight up, like don't expect anything for NX. Nope. Don't expect anything for mobile. Stop. bitching. No, no Pokemon go. Nope. Um, no NX info, nothing.
0: Mm-mm. Um, so the, so what we are going to, the, there was a sort of reported leak on from the European, uh, direct where somebody got access to the file, of what was going to be announced. And in that file were mentions of Metroid Federation Force. Uh, is that mon- the soccer one? Uh, yeah, it's supposed to be two games in one, where it's like that four-player uh, kind of like co-op first-person shooter, and that has that soccer game in it, It's which is supposed to be, I don't know if it's their answer to, uh, God, what's the... Uh, Rocket League? Rocket League, yeah, if that's supposed to be it, because it looks an awful lot like it but uh, i don't know it's it's been almost a year since we've seen anything or heard anything from federation force so maybe the aesthetics are different or uh, there's you know and i'm willing to give it a shot even though it looks like chibi characters in the metroid universe it's kawaii as fuck yes it is so maybe that's what the kawaii ass metroids um monster hunters new entry uh fire emblem versus shinigami tensai which uh, that's the game I'm really excited for. That
1: game is just printing waifus. Uh, uh,
0: it, it, I can't handle them all. I, I'm barely through conquest right now, and there's just way too many.
1: Yeah. it's, it's So many waifus are going to come and out. And
0: why is there not – It maybe they're, I haven't paid attention, but doesn't it make sense that you should make – you know those calendars? Not, not the ones that have 12 or even 16 months, but those one-tearaway uh, calendars that have like 365 sheets of paper – have oh like yeah, like the,
1: like far side yeah.
0: calendars. You can make a calendar like that and just fill them with Fire Emblem waifus.
1: Yeah, oh, billion dollar ID, Geekscape waifu calendars, daily calendars,
0: three hundred and sixty-five waifus. Yeah, and then three hundred of them are Jonathan <laughs> Josh Jackson.
1: You can make them out of porous paper so that when you jerk off that day, oh, you can just say like, clean gosh. up with the sheet.
0: We were forty-two minutes into the show. We had a good. <laughs> And I
1: wish, it. I wish, I wish, I wish this was the one time that I wish this was a video podcast because I'm like, yeah, uh, I had this cheesy ass like, ah, eh? ah, uh, <laughs> eh?
0: wink. Eh? Eh? Okay,
1: eh? but eh?
0: no, but oh, but don't the one worry, thing I got too. something
1: to make you wink. Your eye will be stinging.
0: The one thing though, uh, Star Fox, there's the, uh, no, it's going on another rumor. Apparently, the word is that they're having issues with the motion controls in that game. Good, and right now. It's still slated for an April release, but there's uh, two mentions of Star Fox. One is something called the launch edition or like the the first print edition, kind of like what they did with Bayonetta, where you got, or Bayonetta 2, where you got the first Bayonetta for free. Yeah. Um, So it looks like there might be something similar with Star Fox where you get the first print edition, uh, and which I believe is an announcement they're doing because they don't want people to lose interest in the title. So they're trying to get people, I guess, to pre order or make sure you pick it up. Because it seems like they will delay it. How long we don't know. But if we go back to last year's E3, they did mention that Star Fox would be released before Zelda would be released, and mm-hmm. Zelda still slated for this year. Uh, so either it's coming out in April, or we might have to wait until post E3, like an August release. Mm-hmm. Um, because other than Star Fox and Pockin Tournament and Zelda. I can't think of a big Wii U title that's coming. That's
1: true. There's no big AAA like releases no. that were.
0: Um, uh, you know what? It feels weird. It feels like Xenoblade came and went. Right. It's. It's. I think it came in an odd time because in the holidays there's just so much competition, and the and the game's fantastic. The game's absolutely great. Yeah, but you don't hear anybody talking about. No, it. No. The thing is, it's one of those things where, you know, what happened? It's Fallout came out because it came out right in that area with Fallout, or Fallout came out right after. And that's where all the attention went. Yeah. And so, I mean, and you know what? Hopefully, I mean, Xenoblade did well, but I mean, it's it's one of those games that you really have to invest time in it. Oh like, yeah, I bet. It's, if, if you're playing Xenoblade, you're only playing Xenoblade. And it's kind of like a, a beautiful curse because Nintendo came out with so many strong titles since December to now, especially for the 3DS, that it's distracting. I mean, even before I bought the, uh, the Fire Emblem Fates, I was playing Mario uh, Paper Jam. RP, uh, okay. RP, and, and that was fun. And I'm, I'm barely like halfway through that. And then I still haven't finished Yoshi's Story. You know, so there's all these. And then not, that's not counting the eShop game. So there's all this stuff that I have to go through. But I have a kid. And so, <laughs> so I can't do it. But um, but speaking about Pokemon, we the GameStop is doing their, they're giving out Legendary. So last month they gave out Mew. This starting today, you can download Celebi for free. I think for the next two and a half, three weeks. And once it's gone, it's gone. So you have to uh, only people who have Alpha Sapphire or Omega Red or Omega Ruby can get it. So um, be sure. Do it this weekend. Don't wait till like three weeks later. Oh, I should listen to JC when he mentioned it. Just do it tonight if you can. If you're listening to the show, just do it right now. Pause it. Go download it.
1: Yeah. do. um, I'm trying to think like the only other way that you could get it is with like a cheat device. Do they make Game Sharks for the 3DS? They do.
0: They do, uh, but you know it's it's one of those things now where they they can update the games, and they, if they see you tampering with the code or trying to access content that you're not supposed to, they may brick the game or something. So it's so you don't see a lot of that anymore because you know it seems like the companies have caught on.
1: Yeah. Uh, is there anything else we want to talk about uh, news wise?
0: No, I think that'll do it. And if we miss anything, uh, we can just wait till Derek and Josh join us next week.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah, super, super quick. Um, The the Pokemon uh, Red, Blue, and Yellow um, eShop ones will take advantage of Pokemon Bank. So you can um, uh, save all your Pokemon's and move them up. Mm -hmm. So uh, let's get into games. What do you say?
0: Yeah, uh, I I really didn't do much in terms of games. Uh, The only thing I've been playing is Fire Emblem Fates, uh, which... God damn, the, the position that puts you of choosing between the two families—it's it, it, a rough one, man. Is it? It, it is, and and it's my, my personal thing is I can't play these games without have feeling emotionally invested. I think that's the draw with Fire Emblem is that you do get emotionally invested with these characters fairly quickly, and you know I don't want to talk about any aspects about the plot, but if real fast, like not not even like half an hour, forty minutes in, you're you're already faced with some pretty tough decisions. which uh you know and the waifus are there and they're all fantastic uh it's it's still there's nothing drastically different from fire emblem awakening but if you loved awakening you kind of already know what you're getting into here i will say the cinematic cutscenes in this thing are gorgeous gorgeous i mean they're not if they're they're just as good if not better than they were in awakening fantastic just the production value just like i'm so glad nintendo is like going all in with Fire Emblem in terms of just uh, you know what they could they could have cut that out just given us some nice little cell art. But it's amazing when you compare the production in Fire Emblem to that of Capcom Street Fighter V, and just, yeah. and just in presentation, the the it little has sto- a story mode. Yeah, it has a story mode, um, but the art and the and this and the cutscenes like you don't the intro to Street Fighter V is nice, but the in-game story cutscenes of the still art is a joke. I mean, it's like comic book status. It belongs in a comic book. But if I'm throwing sixty bucks on a on a title like Street Fighter Five, damn, you, there better be some some high end quality cutscenes in there. But no, Fire Emblem's a joy. And then, of course, uh, just in a couple of days, we get Twilight Princess HD with the nice Midna and Wolf Link amiibo figure, which unlocks some content the the Cave of Shadows, the challenges in that one. I so-
1: I, I want that so much because I I. But Twilight Princess, I w- I was super into it. I just couldn't play it. I, I don't know what it was. I just couldn't play it. it. I it's, think it was the motion controls. It's, it's the
0: motion controls. But now with this, uh, it, it it looks like if you kind of missed out, if you were turned off by the motion controls of Twilight Princess, you know, I'm interested to see now with that issue resolved, which was a thing for many gamers, how the game is going to be received now. Like, oh my god, now I can play it and enjoy it, and n- now I can, you know. Really, say this is a good game or a bad game, and I'm not going to let the motion controls dictate one way or the other.
1: Yeah, I am. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have. I, I need to pick that up. I have so many games that I want to pick up. Just do it. All
0: right. right.
1: Um, is that it? Is that it for you? That's it for me. Um, I literally have not played a video game since last week, except for Destiny. Mm -hmm. I, I played it last night. Uh, yeah. The um, the one thing that I've been like doing that's super gaming related is um, this is the year um, that I want to start retro collecting for Sega mm. and I'm going to start with a Saturn. I've nice. always wanted a Saturn and I've been looking into it and it's, um, it's, it's really interesting collecting for the Saturn. Um, there's, I, I think I talked about this last week or the week before, but there's a, a, a company in DC, DC that will, um, sell you, uh, uh, like refurbished uh Saturn consoles complete um not new in box, but just like complete like everything that you get mm-hmm. for eighty bucks, which is pretty good for like refurbed like uh cleaned out, but I've been looking at some of the games I've been looking at um uh like modding tutorials there's actually a way uh uh to play like burn games if you open the disc tray and like swap out the disc really quick like the it's kind of like um um uh okay, so yeah, we need to go real quick so we'll, yeah anyway um uh. Yeah, Juan's got to dip out. So basically, uh, getting into the um, uh, getting into the uh, Saturn collecting, and it's really really interesting. So when I start with that, it, I'm going to start documenting my process.
0: I, and you website. know what? I have a game store in Long Beach that sells uh, Sega Saturn games. So let me know if there's anything specific you're looking for, and I'll check in for you.
1: Dude, yes, yes. Right. Um, I uh, my next big paycheck, which is in the works. Uh, anybody looking to buy or sell real estate in, in Alaska, give me a call. Uh, <laughs> but I'm going to start start with a Saturn. Um. So, uh, last week we asked you guys, mission objective, um, do you ever spend money on free-to-play titles? Which ones? Why or why not? Um, got a very interesting response. Um, Jade K said, no, I wish their entire model would die. I asked, uh, them to expound. He said, too much to type. I think it's self-explanatory. All right, let's get your smarm out of here. Um, Ryan G said, ever? Yes. Often? No. Here's the storm because it's Blizzard. I would have purchased it for real money too, but apparently the mobile market expects free-to-play. Uh, uh. Han L said, uh, no, because I'm a cheap ass. Uh, Phil P said, some freemium games are good and some destroy the game, like Clash of Clans, it so people that use money are just so much better than those that grind. Uh, Mike B said, uh, only time I've done it was League of Legends. Other than that, only microtransactions that i are okay with is stuff on CSGO. And that's what I said. I spent a lot of money on purely cosmetic CSGO stuff. Um, Rick L said, uh, I have with Blade and Soul, because it's a good game which I don't mind paying for. Uh, pain doesn't win you the game either. What I pay for is quality of uh, life perks. Well said. Or uh, outfits. And um, Travis B. said they're called microtransactions, and they are what help fund Canada. <laughs> and um, um, that's pretty much it. Everyone said, you know, mostly for um, um, uh, cosmetic stuff. Um, you know, uh, Sammy R. said, I don't even want to think about the money that Riot has taken from me. And There's then I believe... Yeah, William E. said this is funny because I feel like so many things we used to um, are uh, so many things used to be simply free. Like right now, I had to re-download WinRAR, PowerISO, and Daemon Tools, but they're all trials. Are you kidding me? What the fuck am I going to have to do? Uh, Download cracked versions of things I need to uncrack my crackable software with? Uh, This is all because of Windows uh, because of my Windows ten fail. Mm. Um, So this week, uh, our mission objective for you is. Oh, yes, yes, yes. It's All
0: yours. Right. Uh, so it seems like what I was just telling you before the show, seems many voters are, aren't are satisfied with either of the candidates that are running for the Democratic or the Republican nomination. So that being said, uh, which video game characters do you believe would be a great candidate to run for the presidency of the United States?
1: Yeah, and if, and if you don't want to just pick, like, who you want to be president, if you want to be, like, who would you want to see, like, uh, uh, Dems versus um, uh, Republicans, um what is what is it? Uh, Republicans and uh, Democrats? Something like that, uh, yeah. Yeah, if you want to see them, who would you want to see? Uh, um, go head to head in a debate and want to let you go first.
0: Uh, actually, can I hold my answer till next week? Um,
1: okay, cause you got to go. or you? Yeah, yeah I have, have. Okay. <laughs> um, and mine, mine is Duke Nukem. You just, the moment you said <laughs> that, Duke Nukem for president, could not believe it. Like there is no way it couldn't be Duke Nukem. For president, um, and it's self-explanatory. I mean, he's duke fucking newcomb <laughs> Um as always, that was Geekscape Games podcast under an hour this week, so quality over quantity. Um, right. you can find us on geekscape.net, uh on Twitter at Geekscape Games. I am at Shane O'Hare on Twitter, SSJ on gaming platforms. And I am at the King of
0: Mars on Twitter. Uh thank you guys very much for listening in. All
1: right, we'll, we'll see you guys back here next week. Bye everybody. Bye, everybody. Oh yeah, and uh uh, did generally we streamed Beach Volleyball got delayed, that's why we had the title. <laughs>